0: Hey there, this is Steph from StephFugio.com with another episode of Geopets Now Pod Pomo. We're on day 28 of this 30-day, 30-episode experience. Yes! Yesterday, we had a really special episode where we heard from Damon Castillo, who has graciously lent us the the Mess of Me album that him and his band uh, created quite some time ago. And um, yeah, so if you haven't heard that, uh, please go back and have a listen to that episode. Today, we have another different kind of episode. It is a previous guest. It is also a dear friend of mine, Michelle, who was on Geopat's Reflections Oh, in December of 2018. I had to double check that because I honestly couldn't I, it, I couldn't wrap my head around that being two years ago, but it basically was two years ago. That's insane. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> right. So I'll tell you more about the episode that's going to happen today after a couple of quick things. Our goals this month in November for this, uh, this challenge are twofold. One is to spread the word about the Geopaths Network in general, about all of the podcasts. And I have the easiest way possible for you to help us to do that. And thank you in advance for doing so. If you go to the show notes, either in your app or at steffuccio.com forward slash pomo forward slash 58, you will see that I have written a social media post and all you need to do is copy it and post it anywhere. It even fits in Twitter with all of the hashtags and everything in there. Hurrah! (laughs) So we really, really appreciate you spreading the word about the network by using that social media post. Goal number two is financial. Oh my gosh, you're not going to believe this. So our goal was 30 coffees in 30 days. Now, not drinking coffees, but 30 buy me a coffee in 30 days. Why? Because, well, we need some software and some hardware more so some software for the for the all of the podcasts on the network and uh and some yeah yes yes and yes and we're doing 30 episodes in 30 days so why not do 30 coffees in 30 days but again it's not actually coffees it's buymeacoffee.com and the address to help us out is buymeacoffee.com forward slash geopats g-e-o-p-a-t-s if you're listening to this after November 30th, 2020, we will still have that open. It is a continuous donation area, sort of like a tip jar, kind of speak, but with a, a caffeinated theme. So we now have, a drumroll please, that's my attempt at a drumroll, sorry. We have 23 of the 30 coffees that I was hoping to make. Now we started eight days late, so I am super surprised that uh, we are this far into the uh, the fundraising. But wow, I'm, I'm slightly floored. We got 10 more this morning. And um, yeah, so we only need seven more in two days. <laughs> but honestly, if we stopped now, I'd be super happy. I already was able to purchase a special sound effect. Uh, what have it? I don't even know what it's called. A plugin. There we go. A plugin for my uh, software that can make the reverb and a, some of the other things that are terribly wrong with the episodes go away rather quickly once I learn how to use them. So I got the, for those of you who are curious, I got the Isotope Holiday Bundle for 49 bucks because of all the coffees you guys are giving me, which is great. So as of right now, we have that new new plugin and about two or three months of the hosting service paid which is fantastic i really really appreciate all of you that have donated thank you so much actually no i need to backtrack we got 15 more since the last time because we got five last night after i recorded and then 10 this morning so yeah we went from 8 to 23 in 24 hours which is crazy so today, uh, we have Michelle on the podcast, but we're not actually going to play an old clip of hers because we're running out of time this month, and I have two more special episodes for you. So I will have her previous episode in its full entirety in the show notes. Why am I not playing it? Because ours is a conversation. She, I, um, she just... <laughs> Oh, my goodness. She just went back to China. When we talked a couple of weeks ago, she was on day nine of her 14 day quarantine period in her hotel in Shanghai. And she had literally just gotten back there. And we tell we talk about that a bit more. So we decided that it was better for her instead of just sending in her recording for us to have a conversation. And I missed her. So we had a Zoom call. We had a Zoom call. So we did the reflection on the episode. We did the catch-up with where she is now, what she's been doing for the past two years since the last time. Or the first time she was on the Geopats Podcast Network, which was with Geopats Reflections, and so much more. Without further ado, let's get to the conversation between me and Michelle. So we had this conversation just two weeks ago. So she is out of her quarantine hotel now and probably already in Tianjin, where she is now going to work for the next two years. So exciting. Here we go. Michelle, you're on. Ba, 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 I'm so excited to have you back on. It's now called Geopath's Reflections. Michelle, welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, it, it's still surreal I know I have so many questions for you right now so we okay. originally talked in December of 2018 can you believe that
1: and it is now November mid-November wow 2020 the year that we all want to go away <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you you've had some geographical movement since our first talk should we go through that real quick So when did you first leave China? Was it spring of
1: 2019 or? I left China, really it's only been a year since I left. So I left last summer, Mm -hmm. I believe it was July 5th because I remember thinking, oh, I missed 4th of July back home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's only been a year since I left.
0: Wow, and you are currently in Shanghai, China, right now?
1: I am currently in Shanghai in my quarantine hotel in the old district. They allowed us to request a district. Yeah. I'm going, well, why not just go back to the district I'm from just so I can really feel like I'm at home. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, So quarantine hotel. so you cannot leave that hotel room for 14 days, is that
1: right? I cannot leave my room at all. Ooh. I can open the door yeah. and receive and receive my meals and put my trash out and they check my temperature twice a day. Yeah. That's it. I can open my window. So that's as connected as I feel.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Are they doing covid tests every day too?
1: No, they are not. We they tested us when we came in and yeah. I think they're going to test us right before we leave.
0: Wow. Okay. It looks like a nice hotel room. I've heard some stories about some funky hotel rooms, so I'm glad you've gotten a good one.
1: <laughs> yeah, this, this is decent. This, this is decent. It's nice. It hasn't been bad, a bad experience for me, Yeah. Um, only because I work all day. So <laughs> it seems like, the days go by. Yeah. I'm literally on the computer. And they keep us fed, so I'm yeah. never hungry. That's um, good.
0: Wait, are you teaching? Or So you went back to China to to teach again? I'm teaching again. Yeah. And you're teaching already online, even though you're in the quarantine hotel.
1: Yes. I started teaching back at the beginning of the end of August. So, um, yeah, I've already been teaching and teaching online is a challenge.
0: (laughs) I can only imagine.
1: I'm looking yeah. forward to being there in person and um, bringing the stress level down.
0: Yeah. And are they having in-person classes right now?
1: They are because yeah. some teachers have arrived. Several teachers have arrived at different times mm-hmm. from, uh, from around the, I want to say around the world, but mostly from the U.S. Yeah. is where we, we've come from. Some of the teachers actually went home, went to the U.S. Mm -hmm. for a vacation. They expected to be there a week or two and ended up there eight months.
0: And they got stuck outside, yeah, because they closed the borders for a long time. I was surprised they even let folks back in now because I just it's pretty recent that they're allowing folks back in, right?
1: It's very recent. Matter of fact, um, yeah, I'm one of that. I'm still in that first crew. I started my paperwork as soon as they opened, you know, made it available. Yeah. So I am considered an essential worker. Nice. So I'm at an international school. Yeah. And my school has worked very closely with the government to follow all of the procedures to get their teachers back over. And mm-hmm. that's why it's working for us.
0: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. But we're still skipping over a lot of stuff. So you went back to the U.S. in, 20, in July 2019. And were you in Florida the whole time before you just left?
1: Yes, I was in Florida the entire time. Now, I've moved around. I I, I went home. I stayed with my mother for a few weeks. Then I moved in with a roommate. Mm -hmm. And just before I left, I moved out, uh, back in with my mother for a month. Mm -hmm. That's my transition place. It's always my transition place. (laughs) It's a good transition place. (laughs) It is, and um, yep. Then I flew, I flew out, and it was a last-minute flight, so it was crazy because they've been searching for flights, and so I got um, a text one evening saying, "Okay, we booked you on a flight for two thirty p.m. the next day." Whoa!
0: <laughs> How fast can you pack?
1: <laughs> well, I was already living. I, I was already living out of suitcase. I had my bags mm-hmm. packed. Mm-hmm. But living with my mom, I kind of got very comfortable and I did put a few things in drawers and you know, we women, we have mm-hmm. a stash in the bathroom and we have stuff in the bed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Although I didn't unpack the suitcase of clothing, I still had a lot to do. Yeah. You know, There's always a lot to do.
0: Oh, there's always, there's always heaps and that's not a lot of time to do it in. Yikes. Okay, so we are going to get to your Geoplats Reflections episode from 2018, but I have a couple more questions before we get there. (laughs) So you're going up to Tianjin, and you're teaching at an international school. How do I say this? You were at a very delicate place when you left China, where I'm not entirely convinced you were still liking it. What made you decide to go back?
1: Well, honestly, I didn't feel like I was ready. I, yeah. I thought I needed another year. Yeah. But my best friend decided she wanted to go teach overseas. And she thought, who better to ask to go with her?
0: So no she, she
1: told me into it. She told yeah. me into it. <laughs> and I went, I'm not ready for this. But what made me, what caused me to make the decision to do it was COVID. Yeah. Yeah. When COVID hit. And the United States went through the change. Um, I went, oh, wow, Uh, my my job situation changed very quickly. Mm -hmm. And so it became up in the air. I just didn't know what the school year would look like in the United States for me once August came around. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like playing the guessing game. So I thought, well, China's always looking for teachers. And if they will accept me, I won't have to guess whether I'll have a job or not. So it just sounded, it seemed like the smart thing to do.
0: It did. Now, is she teaching at the same school as you? Same school.
1: That's Uh, wonderful. Same school. She'll be elementary. I will be teaching uh, middle school. However, we will be roommates. So I won't be as lonely. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Not to go too much into her story, but has she been to China or Asia before?
1: Oh, it's her first time. And we are high school buddies. So oh. we go way back.
0: Yeah. Way oh my back. gosh. Okay. So this, this perfectly transitions into the China Chronicles, which is the, the Facebook post that you talked about in the first episode two years ago. Um, are you, are you have you continued with the China Chronicles? Are you going to, is she going to be included? I have a lot of
1: questions. Start wherever you want. (laughs) Amazing question. Well, because of my connection issues, I haven't made a post yet. Mm -hmm. I attempted last week in some kind of way. It didn't post. (laughs) I've been so busy that I just made another attempt today. Mm -hmm. And, it has been circling. I think we spoke about this in w- with my last meeting with you. It's mm-hmm. been circling in never, never land, mm-hmm. not fully making the post. Oh, so I'm trying to post. <laughs> <and> <laughs> unfortunately, I won't refer to my experiences as day one, day two, since I've been here a week. I'm yeah. calling it week one, week two.
0: There you go. Yeah. 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 So it will continue.
1: Yay! But what is interesting is that when, as people started to hear about me going back to China, every last person said, oh, are you going to do the China Chronicles again? I can't wait to join you on your journey. Oh, I so enjoyed last time. And I thought, I have a fan base.
0: You do. <laughs> okay, so you're still going to do it on Facebook. Have you considered putting it on other platforms as well?
1: I should. So many people told me to do that before. That may be a good idea. But mm-hmm. if I could just get this post going mm-hmm. <laughs> on Facebook, it yeah. is still in Never Neverland. And that was wow. from the when I get to my job. I will work with IT to help them perfect my whole phone and yeah, and situation.
0: I'm so excited you have a partner in Prime this time. So
1: yeah, um, yeah. okay. See so you. You were my main running buddy before, after, well, after we had our our meeting, we became buddies. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were, we we were just meeting each other when you interviewed me before, but then we got to, you got to show me around.
0: We had some fun. I was just telling my husband for the call. The last time we talked was when there was that giant rainstorm when we were out at the mall. And we just stood there and both took videos of like, normally I have to apologize and go, hold on, give me a sec to someone. But for you, I was like, no, 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 she does this too. Cool. So we're both sitting there taking videos of the (laughs) rainfall.
1: I totally remember. I totally remember. (laughs) Kindred oh.
0: souls. <laughs> So I can't wait to to see the new China Chronicles. Or let's reflect back on your yes. reflection, a double reflection. So okay. what did you think? You you re-listened to the episode. Did you have any initial thoughts on what you had said the first time?
1: If I could compare the Michelle at that time to mm. today's Michelle, I sounded happier. Mm -hmm. I sounded more excited because it was a new thing. I had Mm -hmm. never done it before. Everything was just so new. And I I don't know if you remember me saying, it took me about three months to finally realize, okay, I'm Mm -hmm. not on vacation here. I've got to get in work mind. You know, I've got to get a work mind going on here and stop behaving like a tourist. I have work to do. (laughs) But because I've been working, since the end of august mm-hmm. i'm in work mode and yeah. i can't really relax it's hard for me to get excited it's hard for me to realize i'm in china especially with quarantine and right it, yeah so it, yes. the feeling is very very different
0: well i imagine once you get out of the hotel room and get to Tianjin, because you haven't been there before right I've never been to Tianjin, no. Tianjin, no. yeah. So that'll be new. So then that, maybe it'll kick in then. Because it's... I'm hoping. It's, yeah, it's got to. I mean, but in a hotel room, it's hard.
1: <laughs> it is hard. Yeah. However, I will say, to be back here in Shanghai and to know that I'm in Minhang, although I don't recognize anything when I look out the window, it looks a little familiar. Yeah. I do have a sense of feeling like I'm home. Yeah. This is a second home for me.
0: Oh, when you stepped off the plane this time, was there anything that you saw or smelled or felt that you were like, yes, this is what no, I missed?
1: The last time when I got off the plane, we walked down steps immediately onto mm-hmm. the tarmac. I had never experienced that before. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this time, because of COVID, everything was sealed. They they moved us through like, like it was an assembly line of getting mm-hmm. tested and you know, they just had everything set up. I felt like a living, walking germ. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, but, but part of that assembly line is part of why people are able to do normal things in
1: China right now. I so. agree and we have total yeah. respect and I, and I, I hope that back in my home country, we take notes and say, hey, China, how did you do it? How did you do it? Because China has done a phenomenal job. And I've had many friends and family that's been worried about me coming here. And I said, oh, I have no worry. I'm going to a safe place. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's the least of my worries. I think my biggest fear was just what my experience would be in the airports.
0: Me too. When we flew from Germany to Albania three weeks ago, my biggest fear wasn't the flight or anything like that. It was being in the airport and being on the plane, the flight itself. I've flown so much. I don't care being in a new place. I can still isolate and do whatever I need to. But it's that in between time when you're in the airport and people start moving their mask down their face. And I'm like, put that thing back up there. <laughs> Stop it. So <laughs> Yeah, it was definitely the, the hardest time. So was there anything in the old episode that stuck out to you that you were surprised that you had said?
1: Well, I noticed that I got some of my timing off, you know, as I was saying, Oh, I did this for a week. And then this was a month later and then three. And as I'm listening to myself, I'm going, no, you're a little off with your numbers there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I was just so excited to be on the show. It's hard to compare because I haven't really had access to people yet. Mm-hmm. You know? And at that time I was sharing my experiences with being in the city. I, I've, I've lost some of my Mandarin, <laughs> I'm not as fresh. Mm-hmm. I should have studied and prepared. Um, I got a knock on the door, not just for my, um, to, to get my temperature taken, but they were trying to communicate with me about signing a form to take another COVID test. Mm -hmm. And they're telling me it was going to cost. And I'm going, this sounds new. No one prepared me for this. Let me reach out to my job because they've been covering everything. Mm -hmm. And um, they told me they will cover it. Uh, But I remember talking to the guy thinking, okay, I need to ask him how much. I used to know how to say how much. Uh, uh, It begins with a D. (laughs) And I finally got it out, but I struggled a little bit, but I Mm -hmm. I, I was close enough for him to know what I was trying to say. So I said, and he said, oh, oh, and he wrote down the total for me on paper. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I ask how much are they charging for a COVID test? Well, here, he said just a little over 100 yuan. Oh, that's that's like $15 US. Yeah, that's not bad at all. It wasn't much at all. I paid 189 US dollars. I'm sorry, did you say
0: 189 US dollars?
1: I took it twice, the first time was free, but they couldn't promise me they would get the results back in time Mm -hmm. for my flight overseas. So I took a second one just in case. And this was a special company that said we can have it ready within 12 hours. So the same day of my flight, I took another one that morning. And they charged me 189 U.S. dollars.
0: That's highway robbery. That's
1: insane. Oh, that's nothing. My friend, she paid more than that. It was in a different state, though. Yeah. The other thing is, I remember being excited about coming here before, with no tears. I mean, I I, I remember saying that I went through the whole homesickness thing. That was that was horrendous before. Mm-hmm. But because I was so excited to come, there was no tears and saying goodbye, but there were tears this time. This was tough. And only because Mm -hmm. I don't know when I can go back home, but I knew that this would be a better opportunity uh, being here. You know, I I definitely know that I'm safer. I, I just don't have the fears and worries. I feel free, honestly. Yeah. I feel a lot more free.
0: When you were back in Florida, were you teaching locally before you were teaching for the international school?
1: Well, prior to teaching for this school, I was teaching as an interim substitute. There was a teacher that needed to leave on maternity leave, yeah. and I taught her class. And then COVID hit during that period. Mm-hmm. So I did teach at home for another, I'd say a month or almost two months. yeah. And, uh, that teacher decided, well, if you guys are all working from home and I'm home, then I can go ahead and teach. So yeah. she decided to learn a lot sooner than she had planned. So I was out of the job.
0: Oh, yikes. You had mentioned a couple of minutes ago that you you're not sure when you could go back home. Is that just due to COVID or you're just.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It took a lot to get us here between the testing and, mm-hmm. um, as a, as me being an essential worker, you know, working with the government, waiting for the embassy to finally open. Mm-hmm. It was just so many steps and my, I have a great job who covered my travel and everything mm-hmm. to get us here. Yeah. Um, I'm sure if I go home for vacation, they're not covering me coming back. I'm on my own sure. at that point. Yeah. And I just want to make sure that it's easy for me to get back. Yeah. So I'm not going over until there have been some changes. And, um, and I can understand, you know, China and other countries are a little leery about allowing Americans into their country. Oh, yeah. I had one friend that had a layover in Canada. Mm-hmm. She gets ready to board her flight and they say, oh, I'm sorry, we cannot allow you to board the flight. And she says, why not? Because Canada was not accepting Americans <laughs> into their, even for a layover, they were not accepting Americans into their country.
0: I believe that. When we left Germany, we were looking at where we could go that was in the US, I was trying to not fly over that far, that long a distance, and that kind of thing. And there were maybe 10 countries left that accepted American passport holders, even though we had been in Germany the whole year, the whole year. It didn't matter, they went by passport. Wow. Yeah. Albania was one of those places, but understandably so the infection rate has been, I love how people say first wave, second wave. And I know there was a little bit of a difference for some states, but generally speaking, it's been, it's been pretty high the whole
1: time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. If if I was if I was over the country, I'd probably say, "Oh no, we have our numbers down. <laughs> you, you could you don't want to take that risk." I yeah. understand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's impressive is what China is doing, Taiwan's doing, Hong Kong, uh, South Korea is doing really well, but it's they just amazing. yeah, they're tracking, they're tracking, and they're isolating people, and they're they're doing that.
1: Yeah. You have to have a plan, and I think yeah. people are okay with it. You know, we appreciate it because if if that's what it takes for us to be safe, let's by all means, let's do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There was a tracking app in Germany and I happily, happily went on it. I'm like, I don't care about me learning that I was near other people. But if I get infected, I want other people to be able to get go get tested immediately and to, to keep it down. It's a smart thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it's a global pandemic. Freedom is a little bit less important than public safety.
1: You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You have to think it has to be about, it has to be for the greater good. We can't be selfish right now. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's why it just, it's, yeah it's so perplexing but it's not just the u.s there were protests all over different places in europe and stuff too it was it was more of the east versus west mindset which is so Uh, frustrating so frustrating i'm like guys this is embarrassing please stop (laughs)
1: let's get along can't wait can uh, can we just look after each
0: other please yeah yeah so i'm glad you are safe in china Final question. Here we go. Is there anything you would like to ask your former self from that episode from December,
1: 2018? Ooh. Ooh. Because if I was that person at that time, I was wondering, wow, would, would I, would I ever do this again? Mm-hmm. I, I am doing it again, but right? <laughs> if I, if I could ask that person a question, I think more than asking her a question, I'd like to give her some advice. <laughs> Go for it. What would, you, what would you tell her? I would say the bigger picture is the experience that you will take away from being there, the overall experience. So don't get stuck in the little things. You know, Although little things at the moment feel like really big things, They do really good things. So, but you just have to take each thing as a separate entity and realize that the totality of all those things make up your experience and they build who you are. And so you'll be better, you know, you'll be better as a result stronger. And yes, you can come back and do it again. I had a lot of people in my corner telling me that at the time anyway, Mm -hmm. but now I can see it now that I'm on the outside because mm-hmm. I struggled a little bit I, I did struggle the loneliness was was insane it, it yeah. was insane um, at times not all the time
0: it's hard it's hard and I remember listening back to you talking about when you were looking for apartments and the agent wanted you to get on the motorbike and you just got on it you were like well I have to do this now because it's happening now and I can't think about it and you just got on it and I thought then I, I in the back of my mind I was thinking, She's going to come back. She's going to come back. Because you've got that adventure thing in you.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think you told me that. I People back home look at me as being adventurous. Mm-hmm. I didn't really look at it as being adventurous. I just thought, I'm, I'm getting old. That's it. It's just, <laughs> I'm getting old. And I'm at that place where 10 years from now, I don't know that physically – I'd be able to do some of the things I can do now. So I'm feeling like I have this window. My children just got grown. (laughs) I have this little window where I can do things I've never done before. Scared or not, just do it. Yeah. Someone told me that once, that someone gave them advice and said, oh, you're scared about doing it? Well, do it scared. Yeah. to me, that's such an epiphany. Like, your fears don't have to hold you back. You can just do it scared. Yeah. (laughs) That's the worst thing that could happen.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's really good advice. So when China Chronicle stops spinning, where can people find it on Facebook?
1: (laughs) Ooh, I think if they just type up my name, because I do have it open to the public. There are not many people in the world that have a double I in their name. Mm. So I am Michelle, M-I-I, double I, Mm -hmm. C-H-E-R. Mm-hmm. type that in Elmore my last name should come up um, my maiden name is Nora I go by all three names on Facebook <laughs> there shouldn't be a problem I'm, I'm open to the public but you're right I think there's a possibility I may start a YouTube blog once I can figure it all oh out.
0: oh that would be fun okay and if you did that you would post it on your Facebook to let people know right yes, yes. fantastic yep I do yes. see you Thank you so much for coming back on. We really look forward to watching the China Chronicles and possibly the YouTube channel that's going to come from it. Ooh, thank you. You're getting me excited. Thank you so much to Michelle for taking time out of her busy work schedule because she was working in that quarantine hotel to come back on the podcast and to... Very patiently and enthusiastically fill us in with what she's been doing for the past two years, as well as the details on arriving back in China. I'm so, so jealous that she gets to be around a lot of people, but it will happen for the rest of us at some point in the future. I have to believe that, right? Okay, I guess that's a good segue into tomorrow's episode. I've been mentioning this throughout the month that I will have a how my life was affected by COVID episode at the end of the month, because I didn't want all of the recordings that came in from the guests to have the heaviness of COVID in them. But I also didn't want to ignore that this year has been severely affected by all of the events that transpired because of the pandemic. So I decided to have them recorded separately, and I'm putting that together in a compilation. And that's what you will hear tomorrow. And then the final day on Monday, oh my gosh, I can't believe it, two more days, yay! The final day, I'm going to have an extra special wrap-up episode with some goofiness, some reflections, and hopefully some new sound effects. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Thank goodness it's an experimental month, because no matter what happens, it will be an experiment, so check, I did it. All right, so that's it. This is day 28. Oh, the right the show notes in case you want to see any of the things that we talked about in this episode or to find out how you can donate your time or funds to the geopats podcast network you can go to Steph Fuccio. it's s-t-e-p-h-f-u-c-c-i-o dot forward slash napodpomo n-a-p-o-d napodpomo.com did i mention it's 28 days in a row okay so Steph Fuccio dot com forward slash napodpomo forward slash 58. We're almost through the 30 days of a daily experience, but not yet. So I'll be back tomorrow.